Journey with St. Paul, brought to you by the Greek Orthodox Christian Society. In this special 10 podcast series, Journey with St. Paul, the Greek Orthodox Christian Society takes you on a journey with the Apostle who evangelized the gospel of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles over the course of three missionary journeys from Jerusalem to Antioch and to Rome. This is The Journey with St. Paul. Today we look at St. Paul's visit to Athens and his magnificent address to the Athenians at the Areopagus. St. Paul had a rare talent that enabled him to go beyond people's cultural backgrounds, social status and inherited characteristics in order to find the true inner person and to become their friend. To the Jews I became as a Jew, that I might win Jews. To those who are under the law, as under the law, that I might win those who are under the law. To those who are without law, as without law, that I might win those who are without law. To the weak I became as weak, that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all men, that I might by all means save some. And this is exactly what he did among the Athenians when he arrived at Athens. Although still an important centre of art, architecture and philosophy, Athens was a shadow of her former self. Paul travelled there alone, leaving his co-workers in Thessalonica to strengthen the new church there. As he walked the streets of Athens, His heart grew heavy at the realization that the great city was wholly given over to worship of false gods. He began to hold discussions in the synagogue with Jews and with the Gentiles who feared God, and every day he would go to the marketplace where many locals gathered for public disputes with this charismatic newcomer. Among these were several Stoics and Epicureans, rival schools of philosophy that originated around 300 years before Christ and which dominated the Athenian scene during the time of Paul. Some were disparaging of his ideas and others were curious, but all followed Paul's discussions with keen interest. With subtle satire, the author of the Acts remarks that all the Athenians and foreigners who were there spent their time in nothing else but either to tell or to hear some new thing. The Athenians took St. Paul so seriously that they invited him to address them formally at the Areopagus, the highest governmental assembly of ancient Athens. Paul began his speech at the Areopagus with what his audience could relate to, that is, a Hellenistic or philosophical conception of God, and then he guided them to a deeper understanding of God in Jesus Christ. He started off cleverly by remarking on the inscription that he came across on one of their statues to the unknown God and emphatically declared that he would now proclaim this unknown God to them. Through their own philosophical tradition, most of his audience already were approaching some kind of understanding of God that went beyond the worship of lifeless statues. Now Paul, building on that tradition, and borrowing their style of oratory language, explained that God does not dwell in temples made with hands, and that God is not far from us, for in him we live 
and move and have our being, indicating that the time had come for his listeners to advance to the next step in their understanding of God and to respond to his calling. Paul told them that God had overlooked their past errors committed in ignorance, but called them all now to repent. He concluded with the assurance of salvation given to all men through the coming of Jesus Christ and his resurrection. At the mention of the resurrection of the dead, some of the Athenians mocked Paul and others politely dismissed him. The Epicureans in the audience would have openly rejected the message of the resurrection because they utterly rejected the existence of any sort of afterlife. Death for the Epicureans meant complete extinction. The Stoics, however, held various ideas about what occurred after death, but while they were more open to the concept of an afterlife, they would have had great difficulty accepting the resurrection of the body. St. Paul's speech at the Areopagus was a major statement of Christian belief in general, but it also portrayed the gospel message as it would sound to a Gentile audience totally ignorant of the Hebrew scriptures, for whom the Hebrew concept of God was completely foreign. After hearing St. Paul's inspirational words, a few people believed and attached themselves to him, including Dionysius the Areopagite, who was one of the most distinguished Gentiles converted by Paul's preaching. Along with him, there was a woman called Damaris and some others. However, only a relatively small church developed around this group of people, and Athens was the last city in Greece to become wholly Christian. Unlike the other cities he went to, Paul never paid a second visit to Athens, nor did he write any epistles to the Athenians or mention them in his other works. From Athens, Paul went on to Corinth. Some of what he wrote in his letter to the Corinthians was possibly inspired by his experiences in Athens, where he refers to all who are considered the wise of this world, the philosophers and the intellectuals that do not allow room for faith nor open their hearts to God. In this letter, he mentions the inadequacy of the wisdom of this world 16 times. These words are a lesson for all of us who may rely too much on the wisdom and knowledge of this world or on our own abilities and intellect. Especially in our times, we often tend to put too much emphasis on our own perceptions and opinions and have failed to cultivate our hearts to love God. Despite all our learning, we lack basic trust and faith in our Creator. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, the intelligence of the intelligence I will frustrate. Where is the wise person? Where is the teacher of the law? Where is the philosopher of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God the world through its wisdom did not know him, God was pleased through the foolishness of what was preached to save those who believe. Jews demand signs and Greeks look for wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews and foolishness to Gentiles. But to those whom God has called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. 
For the foolishness of God is wiser than human wisdom, and the weakness of God is stronger than human strength. Paul was eager to depart from Athens because its intellectual atmosphere provoked his spirit and saddened his heart, and he set out across the Isthmus of Corinth, which we will learn about in the next podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this instalment of Journey with St. Paul. To keep up with the upcoming episodes in this special podcast series, be sure to subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or at orthodoxjourney.com.